Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr., and it's such a privilege and an honor to come to all of you today with more news, unadulterated, non-biased, non-liberal scripted truth. It's something that we all need, and oh my goodness, do I have some news to bring you today. So please do me a favor. If you're watching this on Facebook, please hit share. Hit share right now. I've noticed that I've uh, uh, I've gotten some new followers of late. Facebook's being nice to me right now. Thank you, Lord, for that. And I have seen some comments from new timers that have seen my show for the very first time and like the news that I bring. So if you're on Facebook, please do me a favor and click the share button. If you're on Twitter, thank you so much, my Twitter family. I so appreciate you. Please hit the retweet button right now hit it hit the retweet button and if you're watching via youtube thank you all so much for your comments and your support and if you're listening via my podcast thank you so much for subscribing to the david j harris jr podcast i got to do some amazing interviews last week i have some amazing interviews this week dr dan erickson will be on with me uh later on in the week i posted a a a post on facebook and twitter asking for your questions i got tons of questions It's not too late for you subscribers on my podcast to go add your questions on Facebook or Twitter. He is the doctor that was sharing the information, the details that he's come up with from doing his own research. He is a COVID-19 doctor. Um, He is supposed to be and has been collecting data on how best to combat this COVID crisis um, in in Southern California. So I'm going to be interviewing him this week. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing Lance Wallnow, Dr. Lance Wallnow. And I just had the a podcast with Representative Vernon Jones drop. He dug deep. He's the black Democrat from Georgia that came out and said, I am supporting Donald Trump. He talked about the hate that he's been receiving from his own party and calls it absolute bigotry. Well, friends, the podcasts are amazing. So thank you. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. All right, let's get into this, friends. I live right outside of Dallas. Just moved to this beautiful state of Texas last year. Just actually moved again a little closer to Dallas last weekend. We're all set up and ready to go now. It is so disheartening, as so many millions of Americans have seen, that today Shelley Luther was arrested and jailed, friends, for just doing the simple thing of opening up her salon so that her employees and her could work, could generate an income, and could feed their families. I've actually got a behind the scenes portion of what the judge was saying to her, of what Shelly was actually announcing, declaring herself, that she was not gonna follow the order to close her business, and she shared why. This is actually from inside the courtroom. You will today cease operation of your salon and not reopen until after further orders of the government permit you to do so. You owe an apology to the elected officials whom you disrespected. This is the way that citizens in the state should behave. This court will consider the payment of a fine in lieu of the incarceration. Judge, I would like to say that I have much respect for this court and laws and that I've never been been in this position before. And it's not some place that I want to be, but I have to disagree with you, sir, when when you say that I'm selfish because feeding my kids is not selfish. I have hairstylists that are going hungry. 
because they'd rather feed their kids. So, sir, if you think the law is more important than kids getting fed, then please go ahead with your decision, but I am not going to shut the salon. After hearing her plea, Judge Eric Moore went ahead with the sentencing of $7,000 or seven days in jail. She didn't want to pay the fine. Um, It was absolutely insane, absolutely ridiculous. She's trying to feed her family. She's trying to take care of her employees in an area that's supposed to open up this Friday, just a couple days away. Yet this judge, I believe, had more activism on his mind. Eric Moy is a Democrat. Friends, it's, it's pretty clear, I believe, when there's a, a, pol- a political agenda at work, and this is exactly why I'm so thankful that Donald J. Trump has appointed 252 judges, including two Supreme Court justices to the Supreme Court of the United States. Friends, it's judges like this right here, this Eric Moy, that absolutely do a disservice to the robe, to the office of a judge when they're willing to throw an American in jail over just trying to feed her family. Well, here's a picture of Eric Moy, so we all know exactly what he looks like. Hold on to your hats. Not trying to scare you there with that picture. (laughs) But there he is with his good old buddy old pal, the guy we are so thankful is not in office any longer, Mr. Barack Hussein Obama himself. Yes, Eric loves him some Obama, and this is absolutely political. Well, it's with good news that I get to share this with you today, and hopefully, hopefully, this is, uh, is going to be enacted very, very quickly as well. The Texas Attorney General has called for her immediate release. You've got to hear what he said. The salon owner owner opened her business. When she was served with an order to close, she ripped it up. She was arrested and a judge whose name not to not fit to be print here. I didn't want to put it in print, but I told you, Eric Moy. Yeah, we should know that name. Fined her $7,000 and ordered her to serve seven days in jail. Several funds have been, in, have been formed for her and the total is now over $300,000. In these times with so many people out of work, that is an incredible total. She's considered a hero by many. I am included in that. I definitely believe she's a hero. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas, is demanding her immediate release. He says the Obama-aligned judge overstepped his authority. Paxton said, I find it outrageous and out of touch that during this national pandemic, a judge in a county that actually released Hardened criminals. Yes, they released hardened criminals and they want to lock this woman up for trying to open her business to support her family and her employees. They released hardened criminals for fear of contracting COVID-19, would jail a mother for operating her hair salon in an attempt to put food on her family's table. Uh, Attorney General Paxton said this, the trial judge did not need to lock up Shelley Luther His order is shameful. It's a shameful abuse of judicial discretion, which seems like another political stunt in Dallas. He should release Miss Luther immediately. I agree. Miss Luther needs to be released. I'm thankful that those funds are there for her. We should add more to it. 
And this should be a shot over the bow of every judge that wants to be a political activist, that wants to support anything that is against constitutionalism, that's against our, our freedom, our free rights, our freedom of rights that we have and that we enjoy in this country, and, and definitely is against anything that's apparently supporting the president. If it's anti-Trump, these activist judges are all for it, and it's absolutely disgusting, shouldn't be taking place. Let me show you his picture one more time. Big difference between me and those two gentlemen right there. I, for one, got off the plantation. To tell you the truth, I was never really on it. I had a mom that raised me right. I'm so thankful for her. God rest her soul. She's up in heaven rejoicing over the fact that she sees I'm doing God's work and I'm working for and on behalf of free thinkers in America. So, so thankful for that. Well, I, want to sh I wanted to show you this yesterday. I hope this video is going to play. I don't know why it was giving me glitches. This is Tracy. This is the young girl that I was sharing with you yesterday that has to decide how she's going to handle her wedding. Her parents have said they're not going to participate because her fiancé is a conservative. Here's Shelly, here is uh, Tracy's message. So my parents hate my fiancé because he's a conservative and they're liberal and they refuse to go to our wedding and they gave me an ultimatum of choosing between him or them. So I chose myself and that I chose what would make me happiest in the long run. And my mother told me I wasn't capable of being loved or being in a relationship because I was assaulted when I was 17. So I chose my fiance. And I will be walking myself down the aisle in December. So if anyone has a dad that would like to walk me down the aisle, let me know. Absolutely heartbreaking to hear how a young woman's dreams of getting married and every young woman would love to have their parents there by their side is put in a position where over political disagreements, her father is unwilling to walk her down the aisle. I shared this video on Instagram. It's been shared all over the place. Donald Trump Jr. shares my, uh, my belief that we should walk her down the aisle. He, in fact, himself said he would walk her down the aisle. It would be an honor, Tracy, to be at your wedding and be able to support you at what should be your most exciting, one of your most exciting, enthusiastic, dream come true moments for you. So hopefully if Don Jr.'s not there, I'm gonna see if myself and a bunch of my very masculine, male, conservative friends can be there to support you as well. But just one example of how truly disgusting, I shared it yesterday, I'll say it again, I truly believe liberalism is a mental disorder. What in the world would make you feel and, and, and believe that you should abandon your child at what should be one of her most exciting moments of her life. There's gotta be something wrong with you. I really hope you wake up. That goes out to her parents. Well, fair warning to those who wanna snitch. Yes, in several counties all around this country, governors and mayors, Democrats, are promoting that individuals, that Americans, snitch on their fellow Americans if they don't follow the the, the law of the land that these tyrants are putting down for social distancing, 
or opening their business? <coughs> well, there should be, and there could be, uh, a way that these snitches are found out. Fair warning to those who snitched, people may find out what you did. Yeah, how does it feel to know that your neighbors may in fact find out and know exactly who told on them? Lots of St. Louis residents who ratted out businesses to the government about defying lockdown order closures are learning that their actions are not kept confidential and their identities are subject to sunshine laws. Before you rat out your fellow neighbors and other citizens, make sure to find out if you can remain an anonymous creep in your jurisdiction or if your snitching will be a part of public record. Being a jerk could cost you friends. I think it should. I absolutely think it should. Don't be anonymous. As a part of the effort to slow the spread of the virus, some municipal and state leaders have pressured companies they deem non-essential to close down their operations. St. Louis County encouraged folks to snitch on any businesses which might be still doing business through the internet where you don't have to social distance or wear a mask. The county got over 900 complaints. Who are these people? Who are these Americans that just feel it's their duty to snitch on other individuals for trying to just earn a living, put food on the table? Yet they're out there. I bet you they're not conservatives. And the complaints apparently weren't anonymous because it's public records subject to the state's sunshine laws. Now people who find themselves offended on the extent of uh, and duration of government shutdown orders are utilizing these legal guidelines to reveal the people who filed the complaints. Pitchforks and torches, I say. <laughs> we'll see where that winds up. All right, let's get on to uh, Kaylee uh, McEnany. She is the new White House press secretary to deliver the news to us and to answer all the questions from these mainstream media outlets that just seem so hell-bent on doing anything they can to try to create division, to try to get a, oh, I got you moment. Well, they tried to get that with Kaylee today, and it didn't turn out too well. Yeah. Um, Kaylee, in a previous life, before you were press secretary, you worked for the campaign, and you made a comment, I believe, on Fox, in which you said President Trump will not allow the coronavirus to come to this country. I noted what was the intent behind those travel restrictions, which is we will not see the coronavirus come here. We will not see terrorism come here, referring to an earlier set of travel restrictions. I guess I would turn the question back on the media and ask similar questions. Does Vox want to take back that they proclaim that the coronavirus would not be a deadly pandemic? Does the Washington Post want to take back that they told Americans to get a grip the flu is bigger than the coronavirus? Does the New York Times want to take back that fear of the virus may be spreading faster than the virus itself. Does NPR want to take back that the flu was a much bigger threat than the coronavirus? And finally, once again, the Washington Post, would they like to take back that the government should not respond aggressively to the coronavirus? I'll leave you with those questions and maybe you'll have some answers in a few days. <laughs> Absolute mic drop there by Kaylee. She is not going to be pushed around. She's not going to be bullied. She's going to represent the office of the president very, very, very well. She's already off to a huge, amazing, uh, positive start. Uh, Kaylee, my, my uh, endorsement for you, I'm excited that you are handling that role. You're handling it extremely well, and you definitely come prepared. It's a blessing to see that taking place. All right, what do we got going on over in Pennsylvania? This is just beautiful to see. You know, I, I'm looking to get an interview with one of the farmers that's right here outside of Dallas that was talking about how he was being instructed that he needed to basically slaughter cattle and chickens because of the uh, because of the roadblock, the stalemate that's put in our manufacturing. Restaurants aren't buying and ordering food. 
They're not even open. Um, sporting events are not taking place. So all of this livestock is basically dwindling, dwindling, and they're being instructed to discard the, the, the animals. Well, this dairy farmer in Pennsylvania, instead of just dumping his milk down the drain like some other uh, of his farmers have done, he decided to take a little bit different approach, and it paid off in dividends. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania dairy farmer decides to bottle his own milk rather than dump it. Sells out in hours. The reason I believe that the United States, and I say this on every show, will come back stronger than this uh, after this virus uh, crisis is because of people just like Ben Brown, a dairy farmer in Pennsylvania. Many other dairy farmers are dumping their milk out because milk processors have cut way back to, due to production outweighing demand. But Brown did not like the idea of dumping money down a rat hole, so he decided to process the milk himself and then offer it for sale. Brown has always sold milk. He had his own farm store where he sold it, uh, but now he's had to process his entire inventory of raw milk. Brown has a 30-gallon vat in which he pasteurized his milk, and he sold out literally in hours. Here's a picture of all the cars lining up to buy Ben's milk. Talk about innovation. Talk about capitalism. Talk about not just doing what uh, what some have done and just dump their stuff down the drain. It's that type of innovation, and I believe that kind of spirit that exists in the hearts of Americans around this country that are going to keep us on the right track and going to get us out of this economic slump that we're in once we get through and get, get beyond this virus pandemic. Great to see and to hear from you, Ben. All right, let's get over to, uh, before I break down the stuff on Mueller, let's let's listen to, to Nancy. I, I don't necessarily like listening to this woman any more than you do, other than just the fact that I like to expose her absolute hypocrisy. Whatever happened to believe women? What happened to uh, the rule of law? What happened to investigate? What happened to, you know, Brett Kavanaugh needs, needs to take a lie detector test? Well, Nancy Pelosi doesn't think that Joe needs any of those things. No investigation, no lie de detector test. She believes that Joe should just be believed. Why? Because he's Joe. Uh, now that he has given that answer, do you view this uh, as a closed issue or what is your response? Well, it is for me. Uh, I have said I am proud to support Joe Biden for president. Uh, I believe him when he says it didn't happen. I'm not going to answer this question again. I, I will just say I have every confidence uh, that Joe Biden will be a great president of the United States. Uh, Joe Biden is Joe. Uh, and again, he brings those values and his personal experience uh, to a vision for America that is about fairness. It's about fairness? <laughs> if it was about fairness... How about being fair to Tara Reid and all of the other women that have come forward to allege that Joe Biden touched them, did something inappropriate, even sexually assaulted them? How about giving them the benefit of the doubt to actually ask them and allow them to share their story and let their story be heard? No, Joe Biden is not about, is not about fairness. I think that all the run-ins with Hunter Biden traveling with uh, Joe to Ukraine, to China, setting up business deals, getting paid by corporations of which he had no experience in the industries of whatsoever, I think that's proof to Americans that Joe is really just all about Joe. And that's not what this country needs right now. All right, let's get over to this Mueller attorney that is definitely in some hot water and better, he better face prosecution. 
it has come to light that the Mueller thug attorney, Brandon Van Grack, was caught up in many questionable, corrupt criminal actions in the General Flynn case. If there's any justice left in this country, Mueller lawyer Brandon Van Grack will become intimately familiar with the inside of a jail cell at a maximum security prison. Since early 2018, Van Crack was under orders to turn over all of the Brady material the FBI had on General Michael Flynn. At various times, Van Grack would lie through his teeth to protect Mueller's inquisition. For a while, he claimed that the FBI had no Brady material and any claim by the defense that they did was nothing but a conspiracy theory. Isn't it so interesting that they want to always label anything that might get them in hot water as a conspiracy theory? After recent declassification and release of documents, it is obvious to even the most casual observer that the entire Flynn affair was a setup from the very beginning. And it proves that Van Grack openly defied court orders and committed perjury in his pursuit to frame an American hero. Van Crack better be held accountable. We want to see every dirty cop in the FBI held accountable. They need to taste what real justice is. It's being held accountable for your actions, especially when you're trying to frame an innocent man, a patriot, a true American hero. But if they can do it to a hero, a general that never had any issues whatsoever, had a pristine record, friends, you better know they can do it to any old average Joe. Hopefully they do it to Joe Biden too. He's not that average, but uh, at least he maybe he'll get into a mental place, stability. He needs that. He needs that. Uh, let's get over to uh, this. This is another beautiful thing. There's a whole lot of exposing going on right now. Are you guys paying attention? I know there's a lot of distractions going on. There's a lot that we could be uh, pay t- paying attention to and we can lose sight of the fact that there's a lot that is getting exposed of the dirty swamp creatures that President Trump vowed to drain. I think there's going to be a lot of draining taking place this year. Grinnell to Schiff, release the Russian transcripts or I will. You know those transcripts that Schiff just refused to release? This is a huge development, friends. Adam Schiff, notorious leaker and liar, has been blocking the release of of the transcripts of 53 witnesses in the Russian collusion probe because they are extremely favorable to Trump. Now Richard Grinnell, Grinnell, the acting director of national intelligence, has issued an ultimatum to Schiff. Release the transcripts or the office of the director of national intelligence will. The House Intelligence Committee had previously voted unanimously to release the transcripts. Schiff took it upon himself, voted for the release, but has since blocked the release. Grinnell said, I urge you to honor your previous public statements and your committee's unanimous vote on this matter to release all 53 cleared transcripts to members of Congress and the American public, that's you and I, as soon as possible. I'm also willing to release the transcripts directly from the Office Office of Director of National Intelligence as to ensure we comply with the unanimous and bipartisan vote to release the transcripts. It's going to get juicy, friends. No time limit has been stated, but my guess is that that the general will not wait too long. The Republicans have been asking for their release for some time. I'd be willing to bet that there's a dynamic, that there's dynamite in those transcripts, which is why Schiff won't release them. Could there be any other reason why Schiff wouldn't want to release the transcripts? You remember, 
Schiff said emphatically, he went all over mainstream media, lamestream media, CNN, MSNBC, ABC. He went all over the place saying that he had proof. We cannot forget that he said he had proof without a shadow of a doubt that there was collusion going on with the president and Russia. We're all about to find out the truth. I guarantee stinking to you. Absolutely. All right, let's check this out. This is, you know, I think this is one thing that Americans, we love our pets. I've got three puppies myself. Uh, one's actual a puppy. The other two are just small, so I still call them puppies. But we love our dogs. I think the Democrats could learn a thing or two from from our, uh, our canines. This little guy right here, he thinks he absolutely knows the difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and he's willing to show you. Dakota. What do you think of Joe Biden? Is there anything of Joe Biden? Dakota. What, what do you think of Trump? <coughs> yeah? What do you think of Trump? <coughs> yeah? Pretty good, huh? You like that guy, huh? Trump! <coughs> Trump! <laughs> Joe Biden. Trump. <laughs> that dog knows his stuff. Well, that's uh, that's cute. I wish the Democrats would learn a thing or two from that furry little guy right there. Uh, I think Nancy Pelosi needs to have that uh, little guy as her new uh, housemate. Maybe she'll learn a thing or two. You know, I got to tell you, I, I've shared it with everybody that I just moved, literally. We moved about, it was only about 90 minutes away, but it's a lot to move, friends. And when we first moved into our new place, we set up the basics, you know, our furniture, we set up our mattress, and we fell asleep that night. And when I woke up, I did not feel like I normally do when I wake up. Neither did my wife. She looked at me right when I was thinking the same thing, and she said, we need our mattress topper. <laughs> I have got to tell you, friends, we got a new mattress topper a couple months ago, and we have a pretty expensive mattress. It's a, I'll tell you how much it was because I didn't pay that much. I'm a wholesale guy. I like getting good deals. But our mattress was a $5,000 mattress from Nordstrom. We got it from one of those wholesale places where you pay uh, pennies on the dollar. We didn't pay anywhere near that. But my point is it's an expensive mattress, and we thought that it was amazing. We slept great. At least we thought we did. We got a new mattress topper, and we've been enjoying the sleep, but it's kind of like one of those things, you don't know how good it is until it's gone. Well, that night of sleep, we woke up, the first thing I did the next day was put that mattress topper on my mattress. Friends, I've got to tell you, my good friend, Mike Lindell, not only do I love his pillows, not only do I love his book, which is now available, but his mattress topper is like getting yourself a whole brand new mattress at a fraction of the price. Get, uh, get, the, mattress uh, get the mattress topper, and you'll get two free my pillows. Use the code David. Use the code David. You'll save 30% and get two free pillows if you use that code David. I'm, I'm going to tell you, in a time like this, when we all need good sleep, the mattress topper from my from Mike's my pillow is an amazing addition to your bed. You're going to get amazing sleep, and again, it comes with amazing warranty as well. Uh, and if you haven't got his book, again, I, I I'm going to have Mike on my show because I was talking to him last night. And he shared with me that he just recently had an opportunity to spend 45 minutes on the phone with not just the president, 
but also the vice president. He's like, David, who gets that? Who gets 45 minutes on the phone with the president and the vice president of the United States? He was talking to Donald Trump, President Trump, for about 20 or so minutes. And then the president said, hey, get get VP in here. Get Mike in here. So then Mike came in. The first thing Mike Pence said when he, when he heard that the, the president was talking to Mike Lindell, he was like, Mike, your book is amazing. He's all, I loved it. And he ran it and raved at how good his, how much he loved his book. So if you haven't got the book yet, what are the odds from crack addict to CEO? It is an amazing book. That picture right there, the story behind that will blow you away and why he put that on the front of his book. There, of course, is how Mike looks today, clean, sober, and, uh, and loving everything that he's doing. Uh, he's been an amazing, amazing patriot in this time. So get the book. Get the master's topper. You'll you, Use the code David. You'll get two free pillows. You'll save 30% on it as well. You're going to absolutely love it. And it's a great way to support a great patriot who has uh, given me the honor of helping to promote his stuff. So it goes all around. It's definitely a blessing. All right, now let's get back to Pelosi. I've got one more for Pelosi because her little behind, she just she she wants to milk this pandemic for literally every single liberal green new deal piece of socialism uh, that she can get. And she's literally pretty much just sent out a statement asking for those such things. Pelosi aims to pack the next virus bill with more pork than a Jimmy Dean sausage. We mean that uh, literally. Nancy Pelosi has ordered committee leaders in the House to represent uh, House to present her with a list of, a list of items that they want in the next virus bill. She is rushing in order to get a bill into print before the Senate does. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell would be wise to just ignore any commie wish list coming from the lower house and give it all the thought it deserves, which is nothing. Doesn't deserve any thought whatsoever. It's never been about the American people when it comes to the Democrats in the house. It's been about illegals pushing things that, uh, that are policies, pushing things that they want when it has no regard whatsoever for us getting through this crisis. One item that can be sure will be on the bill is one demanding a vote by mail across the entire country. Yes, they're pushing for that. That is known as Democratic Voter Fraud Amendment. It makes cheating to win elections much easier for the Democrats. There will be an attempt to give taxpayer money to illegal aliens and loads more for Planned Parenthood. This being the case, we are better off with a fourth virus bill. We're better off without a fourth virus bill. The bill will likely contain large portions of the Green New Deal. They've been trying to squeeze that in there. That should make the bill easier to vote against. Don't be surprised if they try to revise immigration law to allow more illegals and fewer deportations. Just one more reason for you to just uh, make sure that you get Nancy out of office and that we take the House back. We need the House, we need to keep the Senate, and we need President Donald Trump for four more years. And finally, friends, I don't want justice when it comes to Joe Biden. Political founder wants President Biden, even if he is a sexual predator. This is coming from a main news media source. They don't even care if Joe's a predator. They just don't want Donald Trump. How well does that sit for all of us Americans that actually care about justice, that actually care about our country, and care about who holds the office of the presidency of the United States. Says a lot to me. We're now getting to see who and what the Democrat Party is, and you would do well to remember it. Remember the Kavanaugh lynching? I remember it very well. 
We were told that he was not fit to be on the Supreme Court because Christine Blasey Ford came forth with false allegations and zero proof. Now Tara Reid comes onto the scene with a very credible case and different Democrats have different reactions to the news. Some, like Pelosi, say they believe Biden, which is a total crock of crap. Others say they don't care if the accusations are true or not. They will vote for Joe Biden. Martin Tolkien, a co-founder of Politico and The Hill, says he does not want justice for Reid, even if her accusations are true. Sharon and many others have taken the same attitude. Tolkien said, I totally disagree with this editorial. I don't want an investigation. I want a coronation of Joe Biden. I don't want justice, he said. Whatever that may be, I want a win. A removal, the removal of Donald Trump from office and Mr. Biden is our best chance. Friends, they don't care about us. They don't care about the law. They don't care about women. They don't care about the Me Too movement. They don't care about blacks. They don't care about Hispanics. They care about one thing. They care about power. And that power comes from votes. And those votes, they see their new base are illegals. And they truly do care about big government. They would love to implement socialism. They would love for a big government to take care of all of us little people because they know how best to use our money, to use our businesses, to use our funds. That is the Democrat way. And it is a slippery slope that is itching its way ever more closely than ever before in history towards total and complete socialism and then communism. If you love this country, if you love the opportunities that you've been given, if you love the freedoms that we all get to enjoy, we better make sure that we rally together, that we wake up as many people as possible to the truth of what's actually going on. That's sharing articles, it's sharing videos, it's getting books, it's getting my book, it's sharing it with friends that may be waking up. Do what you can. We all have a part to play in this fight. We are literally fighting for our country. Thank you all so much. Go get your mattress topper or at least Mike's book at MyPillow.com. Use the code David. I know you're going to love the mattress topper. I'm telling you, it was the first thing I did when I woke up that morning when it wasn't on the bed, put that topper back on, and I've been sleeping like a baby ever since. It truly is amazing. Make sure you use the code David. Go get it right now. You're going to love it. I guarantee it. God bless you. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me and make sure you subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. You're going to love not only my news, but the one-on-one deep dive interviews that I get to do. Again, I've got Mike Lindell coming up and Dan, Dr. Dan Erickson later on in the week. So God bless you. Thank you again so much. Have a great rest of your evening and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.